Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 557-6730. Meet Bob. Hey, Bob. He's a four-time tire rotation champion. When he was a baby, his first words were automatic transmission fluid. Bob's so cool, he has engine coolant running through his veins. And then there's Kyle, also known as Premium Unleaded. Legend has it that Kyle can change your oil with his toes, and that he can tell your tire's air pressure just by how you're walking. He's Bob, he's Kyle, and every Saturday morning, they morph together to form the greatest superhero known to man, Mr. Mechanic. Check engine lights don't stand a chance. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show on 1110 KFAB. Great Saturday morning to you. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. We've got a full bank, a full full call. We've got open lines for you. Can't talk this morning. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, i got an empty bank line for you. We are Buchanan Service Centers. 50th and Dodge, 80th and Dodge. Guaranteed breaks. 49th Avenue and Dodge. we got a uh, skip of snow on the ground, and uh, we'll have to see what, what comes more. Uh, yeah. Next to me is There's Kyle, a, as always. Yeah. Does your snowblower run? Do you know that for sure? I do. Yeah. I tried it. I do that every year. Yeah, I started mine last night. I yeah, no, I started. Thank my, God it cranked right up. I started it when it was uh, nice outside in November. Sure. Fired it off. Made sure it worked. Made sure the one at work worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And then when I, I think a lot of people leave that to the last minute. Just you know, ah, oh, it'll work. It worked fine last year. It's got the yeah. same gas in it. That gas worked last year. You know, and I see a lot of people, there's different theories on this, I guess. Uh, I see a lot of people that always, the last year's gas, they, they bring it in. It's, it's, it's nice and tight, and they always, always use premium fuel. Always bring premium fuel, non-ethanol in all your extracurricular activities there. As far Small as, engines. If it's got a carburetor, it gets premium. Yes, always. And don't worry about the price. It, you're only getting a gallon yeah. or two. It's not like we're putting 40 gallons in. Yeah, we're talking less than 20 bucks. Yes, less than 20 You're going to have all the gas you need for the season. Yes, and that way when it sits, so a lot of people bring in that old gas that's been sitting for a year. As long as it's been tightened up and it doesn't, you know, it's not open to the elements um, and it's got a good seal on it, it'll You're last. Fine. You're yeah. fine. It'll last a long time. I use mine up. I don't ever pour it out. Same no. with the, uh, the, the other oil, the, the mix. Mm-hmm. You mix that up, you don't use it all. No big deal. I use it next year. Yeah. There's, and it depends on, you know, if you kind of know. I mean, you start to get into a couple of years, maybe it's just not worth the, doing that. And, and really, the cost of that is not that big a deal. But I use mine year over year till it's gone. And I see a lot of people throw it away, and maybe you don't need to. Mm-hmm. As long as you know how old it is. It's only, what, we're only six months away from. Yeah, the next snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next and, uh, time we got to cut the grass. And more and more of that's going away because it's, you know, electric. So, and you, you have electric weed eaters now and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I have one of those and it's, it's really kind of, they're kind of nice. They're nice and quiet. You can go out and weed eat your yard at seven in the morning and none of your neighbors know you're doing it because it's nice and quiet versus 
firing off that noisy weed eater and revving it up because that's what you have to do when you mm-hmm. you have a gas motor yeah. or you know take it all the way down the siding of the house you know make it as loud as you can <laughs> as loud as you possibly can <laughs> yeah yeah so well uh are you stocked up or are you getting gas so now is the time to get gas because it's going to be monday and uh get all that stuff done before get your wiper blades if your wiper blades are scraping the window you know you're going to need them because it's it's going to be snowy monday mm-hmm. um, scrape your window before you start the wipers in the morning yeah otherwise yeah. your new wipers will need to be replaced with new wipers again mm-hmm. see or, a lot of that. or if nothing else lift up on the wipers because when they're frozen to the window the rubbers have a tendency to peel right off windshield wipers will not scrape your window no, they are not. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> and every year we get the people that think that. Well, yeah, and you know that's something we should invent. There, we should we should get get rid of the wiper blades, and put scraper blades on. Hmm. Hmm. Now you're thinking, Kyle. You got something going there. Hey, you could. I could make this work. We if, need if they're quick enough to change. Yeah, we could just you know. We need a little heavier wiper transmission. You know, probably. <laughs> Yeah, they just do. run a PTO off the engine. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the wiper transmissions are pretty chintzy as it was. You remember in the old days back in the 60s, 70s? I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't bust, break those things. Couldn't break those things. Yeah. I you know, I think you could sit on the sit on there and it'd wipe you off. You know, it, it just they, they were tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now now you barely look at them and they pop off again. It just I think we were counting the other day. We were looking, we were repairing something. I don't remember what it was, but the only thing, this was a plastic piece uh, that was bolted to a plastic piece that was made by a plastic piece that was fastened by a plastic piece. And the only thing that was metal in it was a spring. Hmm. That was it. And uh, of course, you know what happened? It broke. It broke. Hmm. Part failed. It was a coolant piece. So yeah. it got hot and cold and hot and cold, and then finally it just disintegrated. And when we took the bolts off, it just kind of crumbled in your hand. <sighs> As plastic will do if you've had a chair outside for any number of years and you go to sit down in it, and next thing you know, you're sitting on the grass. Same kind of thing happens. Makes for some funny videos. Though. It does. It does. <laughs> Keeps us busy. So, All right, we're going to head over to Doug. Doug's got a fuel question. Doug, what's going on? Well, I just had a question for you. Um, you were talking about snowboarders here for a moment, and I'm curious. I often, actually every year, I take my leftover snowboard gas because I have a two-cycle uh, snowboard, and I dump it into my car. That doesn't hurt anything, does it? No. No gallon? No, no. If you're putting five, ten gallons in there, maybe. But, um, yeah. no, there, there is there is some uh, things that I've read, seen, and what have you, that um, putting a little drop of um, or you know, a cap full of two-cycle oil it helps lubricate that that fuel pump, mm-hmm. and uh, I've 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 heard, seen, and and watched people do it, and with no end result. Yeah, no, I I think if you mix a little bit of that, it's it's not going to hurt. And then when you get towards the direct injection, I can say I, I think a little bit of that's okay. I don't know if you want to get too carried away, but no, I would I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, I mean, if you're pouring a right. gallon into fifteen gallons of a tank, I mean, it's going to dilute down and just be very minute what gets through there. Yeah, no, I wouldn't see a problem with that at all. I mean, my truck's about uh, 15 years old, and basically I've done this for years now because I always have leftover gas at the end of the year. Yeah. And so rather than just dump it out, because I, I don't save it, because I've learned for the hard way saving gas on two cycle engines is a, a disaster waiting to happen. Hmm. So it's better just to get rid of it. Yeah. And, you know, you've got an older truck and been doing it for 15 years. You're, you're the test bed. 
Yeah. <laughs> we know nothing's going to go wrong because you've been trying it for a long time, and, and I, I agree with you completely. But, you know, and there again, some people don't know. They, they look outside. They see that can. It's like, uh, I wonder how long that's been sitting there, you know, because they don't mow the lawn, and it's, it's been there for two, three years. I don't know if I'd do that. But, yeah, yeah every year, I agree. I agree. But gas does not last like it used to, that's for sure. Since they've gone to ethanol gas and lowered the octane level so much, gas is not stable for as long as it used to be, even if it's sealed well. Yeah, yeah. When you put when you put the ethanol in it and it sits for a while, it it, it can uh, it, it can separate, especially when it gets cold. Corn expires. Corn expires. <laughs> Corn <laughs> expires. That's why we carry at our stations the uh, the ultimate, and the ultimate is straight, uh, you know, ninety ninety one clear with no ethanol. And uh, people with higher-end cars or need that, it's um, mm-hmm. it's the best thing for your car. Best detergents, stuff that's in there. And not every everybody has that, you know, and that's why we still keep it. So appreciate the call, Doug. Thanks. You bet. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. We'll be back in a minute. Now this is a story all about how my wrenches got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I changed the oil on a Chevy Bel Air. On the west side of a dirty garage in a 2014 Mitsubishi Mirage. I was chilling out, maxing, lubing some gears when I saw a couple of dudes who were up in the years. When these old dudes pulled into the station, smelling like denture cream, prunes, and bacon, they said pull up your pants and let you ready to tussle, or maybe take a look at some American muscle. They pulled out at maybe seven or eight, and I headed home thinking, man, that was great. A couple old dudes without any hair let me work on a 57 Chevy Bel Air. Mr. Mechanic Show is brought to you. We are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110. The numbers to get in. Uh, get in and let's answer those questions before the snow hits. I mean, you still got a few hours here to get your car fixed. The clock is ticking. Clock is ticking, that's for sure. Nothing like a little pressure to go with this repair. <laughs> yeah, and if not, uh, you can just if you don't get it done, you can Uber to work and yeah. uh, figure it out. There's always what options. So, we're, you know, we're on catch us on the podcast too. If so, if you don't, if you can't, uh, you want to rehear what your question was or what our answer was, do the podcast. Or if you're just not here every weekend, like so many, uh, the, the Mr. Mechanic Universe has listens to us every week when you can't be there for some reason, you know, uh, catch us on your favorite podcast or iHeartRadio. They, they have it also. So, um, I noticed, you know, the biggest selling. We're talking a little bit off the air. Uh, interestingly enough, that um, Tesla and you know Tesla's everybody's heard of Tesla. They they've come with the EPA. They had the EPA how many miles it would get per charge. And um, interestingly enough, and this comes out a lot of different things, is that it's off by nine percent to the to the bad, not to the good. Mm-hmm. They didn't find nine percent more, so it's off by nine percent. So it, obviously, if it's nine, it's, it's close to ten percent. But uh, just past eight. Yep, just past eight, close to nine. To 10. Probably ten. Nine. That's where we draw the line. The ten was where we draw the line. So ten uh, percent off on your mileage, which is I don't know. That's fairly significant. Yeah. But you know, I, I we were talking about. It. I don't know who who gets in to drive these cars to actually test them for the miles. Is that guy three hundred pounds? Is that guy? 
89 pounds. We got we got a horse jockey in there trying to get the absolute amount of weight. He doesn't even get to take a water bottle with him, so he don't have any kind of extra weight to see what the kind of miles yeah, is. Yeah, that does bring up a lot. Of, you're going 60 miles. I mean, if you're traveling, I mean, because that's really where it's going to hit home is when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise you just drive home and you plug it in and you don't think about it till tomorrow when you unplug it and drive to work. Yeah, yeah, the in-town <laughs> stuff, you know, if you lived in a big metro area, it'd be great. It, yeah. it wouldn't be have any problems whatsoever. But now, yeah. if I'm, if it's almost midnight and I'm coming back from a 13 hour, you know, road trip, mm-hmm. I mean, that 10 percent is going to be very detrimental to. Well, we just <laughs> talked that one that we pushed out of Dodge Street the other day. Yeah, you know that was uh, down to zero and wouldn't go. Yeah, and uh, you know that's going to happen more than once because a lot of people don't pay the attention to the gas gauge and they run out of gas. Well. I don't know. You let them run out of electricity. You run out of neutrons and electrons. Yeah. You got to charge them back up. That kind of throws out the I know my car factor, you know? Well, <laughs> I think I think it boils down to that gas gauge thing. You know, you you look at it and it's got a quarter tank. Ah, I'm fine. I eighth of the tank. And yeah. I got plenty of time. I think I'll go to the next area and we'll, we'll just get that next thing. It goes from eighth of a tank to ding, 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 the light's on. So that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And I know when the fuel light comes, the low fuel light comes on in my truck, I can get home and back to work twice. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain cars, and I'll tell you. That's I'm as a, close to gambling as I get. <laughs> I've owned a fair amount of Hondas in my life, and I'll tell you what, the gas gauge on a Honda is accurate, very mm-hmm. accurate. It can lay on empty or zero for quite a while mm-hmm. before, uh, and I, I don't. I've never, I think I had to walk once and that's when I was a kid. But, you know, sometimes you just got to try it. Mm -hmm. You got to see what happens. Yeah. You got to see how much that tank, gas tank. There was a whole Seinfeld episode about this when Kramer went to go get a new car and he took the salesman out. He said, we got to know where this thing runs out at. (laughs) And right in the middle of the turnpike, it runs out of you. Well, we figured that out. And he gets out of the car and starts walking. Well, what do we do now? So it's Well, yeah, when it hits E and the light comes on, then you got to zero out your mileage. So that you can see how she how many miles you have mm-hmm. until until it sputters out. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I'm not. Why not? But valuable information. Yeah, valuable information. So Tesla is the number one uh, EV seller in the in the country, and it's getting ready to be taken over by uh, BYD. BYD is a Chinese company, which is also, you know, Warren Buffett here in town is uh, invested heavily in BYD. So. Mm-hmm. And they're getting poised to take over Tesla here, here pretty quick. So all those these cars coming in to in, to get your particular so rebates. That's, that's going to take Tesla out of the American market. Well, they've already in China and uh, Germany and various other places around the world. But, um, yeah, they'll still probably be here because it's an American car. So I would imagine that one. But they're going to get... The Chinese ones are, are going to – the U.S. is considering higher uh, tariffs and taxing of all those electric cars coming in. So in order for you to get rebates on the American cars, those those batteries have to be built here in the United States in order to get the $2,500, $3,500, $4,500 off, whatever it might be. You're not going to get any of that with, uh, with Chinese vehicles. So all this is still kind of up in the air because they're still trying to figure it out. The – the economy has slowed. Gas has gotten a little cheaper, so everybody's kind of keeping where they're at. Sales have kind of gone down. Um, they're just 
it's it's the market's kind of up and all over the place. It's you just don't know. There's nothing really consistent in what's happening from from time to time. So it's just something to watch, and I kind of watch it and look at it and see it and just kind of where it's at. But about the only thing that stays the same is everything changes. Pretty much. Yeah. And I don't. You know, who knows if there's going to stay around? I mean, they're they're working on hydrogen. They're working on uh, gas hydro or the the hydrogen stuff. They're working on. Uh, the hybrid gas electrics, um, they're just, they're, there's so much. You just wonder if batteries are going to stay there now. The big thing is solid state, which we've talked about a little bit here too. But oh, yeah. solid state, if that comes around, all this other stuff going away. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. Because the mileage that you can get out of solid state batteries is huge. And the amount of time that it takes to charge it is nil. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's where everybody's that's where a lot of the focus is kind of heading towards. I still think we need to go back to steam. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I mean, when, yeah, it, it's tried and trued and proven, and we yeah. still we still use it to uh, power the coal plant to to get electricity to the uh, to your sockets of the wall. Mm-hmm. So, tell you what, need to go back to steam engines. Yeah, <laughs> other than the fact that it's kind of hard to start. We got to build a fire. You just got to let it warm up. It's <laughs> like any car. <laughs> it's both. We got guys out here driving diesels, lighting a fire underneath it to get it going in the wintertime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time, but yeah. you're right. You're right. Let your steam engine warm up in the morning, get her cranking over. Yeah. So, do you, how do you auto start your steam engine, Kyle? Well, do they have the same that? as the pilot light on your furnace. Oh. Get your water boiling. Okay. All right. Well, some people can't make a fire, Kyle. Back to the Boy Scouts. So you got to park that. So you just got to park that over your fire pit, mm-hmm. and then that. it'll lo- work. Load the fire pit for the night, and just what? Oh yeah, <laughs> it'll work. I'm gonna engineer it. I got nothing else going. No, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I see no reason why we shouldn't put this into production for sure. All right, we're gonna take a quick break on the Mister Mechanic Show. Five five eight eleven tens the numbers to get in, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. We are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 numbers to get in. And uh, let's help you with them calls. Let's uh, help you with those cars. So figure, figure out, see what's going on. Here's an interesting, um, I, I, you know, just something funny. This is down in uh, Florida. They, this uh, particular guy painted up his Chevy truck to make it look like a customs and Border Patrol vehicle. Okay. He, he had some lights on it, and uh, the, the uh, law enforcement doesn't like it when you put red and blue lights on and act as of them. I think that they have That's a kind of against the law. Impersonating an officer That's, law. That it they, is. Uh, it's kind of against the law. But so he 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 did this car up and uh, did this truck up to look kind of like a Border Patrol. Instead of it saying Border Patrol on the tail light, though, it said Booty Patrol on the set. Okay. <laughs> well, this changes everything. It then. does change everything. Um, they still weren't happy about it. I mean, uh, citing for prohibited lights, mm. and uh, they got other charges for him. And uh, I think he, he's kind of a TikToker, YouTuber kind of thing. You know, just trying to. Oh, I'm know. sure that he's got videos. I'm yeah. sure he's got. Videos yeah. So there was another similar story that I ran across too. That this somebody like that too took a car in Florida and kind of you know painted it up for their business and it looked 
uncanny, uncanny like uh, State Patrol. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of the insignia, the badge, and the whole. But it just had you know small letters had their business on there. It was a uh, it was a security firm kind of thing. Mm. They weren't happy with that either. No, uh, they they came. It's in. a particular club. You don't just get to invite yourself into. No, no you're right. You're pretty much right. <laughs> so uh, if you're thinking about doing that, I'm going to suggest that you don't. Yeah. Because uh, once once they catch you, they just don't think it's funny. And, uh, and and I'm kind of with them on that, but uh, there's just a, there's a certain line you can't cross. Yeah. And if you do, you get your get your car taken away. You don't want that. I mean, you still want to be able to drive it. Here's another interesting article. Um, was this over in Turkish Turkey? Turkey. Turkey was investigating a notorious gang leader and uh, illegal importer of drugs. Um, they called him. It was. He was one of the most wanted kind of in this particular area. Okay. Anyway, so he's probably pretty good at what he did? Probably pretty good at what he did up, up until this point because I, I don't think so. Anyway, they confiscated when they did this raid and everything else, they confiscated 23 luxury rides. Okay. Uh, Ferrari, Bentley, Porsche, um, and various other vehicles to the tune of a combined $3.5 million. So, yeah, he was pretty good at what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. So you know what they did with those? He turned them all into cop cars. All of them into cop cars. Mm. <laughs> they turned them. How all, are you going to each one of them into a into a police cruiser? So now you got to arrest somebody in a Ferrari. Well, you're going to catch them first of all. Yeah, you'll be able to catch them, but all right, you're sitting in the front, but I, I want the back. I, I I think I'd want the Bentley. It's nice and slow, not slow, but it's very comfortable when you're pulling somebody over. Those are heavy cars. They are hugely heavy cars. I mean, they need a, tw- a twelve cylinder just to get them going my gosh but anyway i thought that was kind of you know i mean that's i I think that's what we do maybe here in nebraska and some other things some seized cars we get you know the the uh law enforcement to be able to get to use them and Mm -hmm. that's great might as well if they're if they're forfeiting those cars i mean i I suppose we either sell them or we can use them why not use them yeah yeah car's a car yeah yeah all you got to do is spend as long as it can take a beating i mean it'll be perfect for that job yeah, you got to spend a little bit of time to outfit it for what needs to be done, but you got to outfit anything. Yeah. You can't just buy those off the shelf. So uh, you add all your normal stuff to it. And, and uh, I thought that was interesting. At least, and I don't know where that started, but it started somewhere to the point where they can use all those vehicles. But yeah, you're getting pulled over by a Ferrari. That's. Yeah. He's passing. I, I yeah. have asked to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and I guess you must call somebody else. If you're going to get arrested, you're going to call somebody else. To, you're going to call the Bentley in yeah. because he's got back seats. I don't, yeah. know if, I don't know if the Ferrari's got back seats in order to be able to get you to the police station. Yeah, I'll ride in the front. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting arrested on purpose. Most people uh, aren't happy about getting arrested. No. Or, no. or they wonder why? Why me? What did I do? I didn't mess do up my weekend. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, it wasn't me. That's uh, I don't know whose that stuff is back there. It's it's not mine. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the, the registrations in my name, but I still don't know who that is. Yeah, you need to take a look. Yeah, what do you think the pecking order at that police station's like? Who, who gets the Ferrari today? <laughs> uh, I had the Bentley twice last week. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired. Of, yeah, <laughs> I suppose there's a. They carry some, uh, yeah, lottery system, or they've got some toothpicks around. I might probably nah, something very low tech. Name out of the hat. Rock paper scissors, I suppose. I always get the Porsche. 
<laughs> Somebody, somebody's whining about always getting the uh, the Bentley to yeah. drive around. I'm, you're right. I'm sure of that. I see another article, too, and we've been through this in the past and still kind of going through it a little bit on certain vehicles, but um, there's certain automakers that are – the U.S. regulators are trying to uh, bid another recall of 52 million uh, airbag inflators. They say they've got some problems out there, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're trying to get uh, people involved and trying to – the automakers, some of the automakers, and I'm not going to say who they are, but – are trying to get this stopped so they don't have to put out a couple another billion dollars. But um, it's yeah, it, GM just got through with most of that, didn't they? Yeah, you know, and the and Takata deal or whatever it was. Yeah, and, and and we had a couple of cars that that had that in there, and uh, I got a notice the other day that um, I needed to come back and get that done again because what was done to begin with maybe isn't up to standards, up to par, up to what needs to be done, and they want it mm-hmm. brought back in and either rechecked or have it redone with another inflator. Um, these modern cars, there's a lot of airbags in these cars. I they mean, are. They I can't are. take a panel off the inside without there being an airbag behind there. Yeah, yeah, and they've saved a lot of lives. They really yeah. have. You know, you, you towed a lot of car with some of the 14 airbags that could go off at one time, but everybody— You don't know if you're in a wreck or a pillow fight. yeah. Yeah, but it also it seems like people survive that. So. Oh yeah, but this particular one that they're trying to and you know obviously money rules most everything and uh, it's been linked to seven injury injuries and one fatality. So I, I don't know what the out of how many tests. I don't know. Well, and I don't know what this is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an eight-year government investigation, so it's been going on for a while. Okay. But I don't know how many people die before they say, well, that's enough. Let's go recall some of that. Let's stuff. look into this. Get yeah. the paper and pen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just, just you know, inter- interesting information you don't hear about that, that we know because we research that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 the number to get in. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show talking about cars. You know, they're going to be soon one of these days, Kyle. They're going to have, you know, you've got got, uh, stoplights. you got the red, yellow, and green. Okay. Soon they're going to have something out there with a white light. You'll see a white light. It may be a long time before we see it. Mm. But maybe some urban areas, you know, L.A., San Francisco, things like that, you'll probably what see. What does the white light mean? The white light means that uh, that's autonomous. Okay. So that they're being able to see the, the little spinning dial on the roof is able to see that white light, and the white light comes on, that car can see it and tell it that it, it can go and do what it wants to do. But they're already having crashes with that, running over people and uh, hitting things, and uh, it doesn't see certain things. They're working on it hard. They're working on it hard, trying not to hit people. That's what they're trying to do, mm. Cross, crossing the crosswalks. You know, you know those things that you and I do every day when we look out the windshield, yeah. and we say, well, there's a person there. We, sh- we should just wait a minute until they get to the other side of the – no, no, let's not do that. We're autonomous. We already know that they're there. Let's just see if we can hit them. Can you imagine an autonomous car demolition derby? How fun that would be. <laughs> or how boring it would be. They're all trying to miss each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Oh, there's another narrow, narrow miss. Oh, there's another narrow miss. Or they're, yeah, they're just all that could be up. exciting though. I mean, imagine like a figure eight track. You've seen figure eight races. Yes, I mean, they're just going yes. full bore. Nobody's yes. hitting the brakes once until. The, <laughs> yes, the figure eight school bus race is probably one of the better ones. Oh Something. yeah, it, uh, that's just amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing that people go out and do that. Well, I got my new idea. I'm going to start that now with get my steam engines and my, you know, Teslas with snow plows kind get, of thing. You're getting hit in the rear with a school bus. There's just so much room to go flying around in there. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing sharp. I mean, there's nothing that could hurt you, is there? Yeah, that whole thing's designed for your safety. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> That's why there's stripes down the side of it, you know, so that you know how to get in it. <laughs> All right, we're going to over to Mark. Mark's got a 2000 Ranger. Mark, what's up? I got a, hey guys, I got a, a anti or ABS thing or a light on my dash on that Ranger. And I was watching a YouTube video that the guy was, he touched, I think he touched the ground to one side of the terminal of the fuse of the ABS fuse. And then he was watching how many times it blinked on the dash to give him the fault code. And I can't find, Anything. I mean, in that case, this guy said, "Oh, 12, 12 flashes, and it's a uh, it's a low level and brake mm-hmm. fluid, and I'm gonna, you know, find in the bedroom." I'm going to strongly suggest not touching ground to any kind of power <laughs> on this car. Yeah, and just yeah. Uh, maybe investing in a scanner that can scan your ABS or uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, the money going up to the shop and saying, "Hey." Uh, Maybe just tell me what my code is quick. Yeah, your money that you'll spend will certainly uh, outweigh the uh, repair. But uh, yeah, okay. back in the old days, they did. <laughs> they did used to have two wires. I think you. I think you could. I, well, yeah, I, that's back pre ninety five manual codes. Okay, I got mean, it. you're talking okay. OBD one. This two thousand. I mean, this is on a CAN network. You could cause some okay. serious damage. You know, every once in a while, we'll kind of check out a YouTube video depending on what kind of car it is because we work on every car. So it yep. uh, sometimes you need just a little guidance here and there, but not. And you've got to have a little. <laughs> you're right. You got to have a little bit of background in what you're looking at because don't take the gospel. Okay. The first YouTube you see is not gospel for sure. You need to right. uh, look right. through a few of them to see. And I agree with Kyle. Nothing good happens I, from uh, from ground and no. positive going together, no matter what it is. Yeah, you'll I will get some to... lights flashing, but you won't get the information you want out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Kyle, you ought to be on stage. Uh, you, <laughs> you, uh, you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for, the gu- thanks for the guidance, guys. We you appreciate bet. it. That's why, that's why Kyle's here. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's a, a comedian relief, and that's why we like him. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to over to John. John's got a 2012 Chrysler. John, what's up? Good. All right. I had a question for you. I just got done replacing some uh, uh, heater heater core coolant hoses um, on my sister-in-law's minivan. And my question for you guys is, um, why is it on those years of minivans that they have the two hoses that splits off from the Y there, and they have a plastic connector in the middle? That breaks and leaks everywhere? Yeah. Um, yeah, why did the why did the engineers make that out of plastic? I mean, what what guy did not realize it was going to be in an engine bay, and did not realize plastic's going to get hot and cold, and well, it's probably not going to hold up because it's plastic. I'm going to bet that it had a lot to do with cost. Yeah, 
everything has to do with cost, uh, especially when you're building a car. And they only really have to make it to three year thirty six. Yeah, and the rest of, the rest of it is uh, your problem, and that's just oh, how just okay. how they think about that. But you think about this, and and we've talked about this many many many, many times. There's uh-huh. they used to have drain plugs in the bottom of transmission pans. Every okay. car had it. Yeah, so that did. you're not uh, you're not taking away much there. You're taking away five cents. Five cents times eighteen million cars built a year is X, and then oh, we're, then we're taking yeah. Well, we're taking away dipsticks tubes and the dipsticks. Okay, we're taking a dollar and nineteen cents out, or two dollars and nineteen cents times eighteen million dollars or eighteen million cars. It it yeah. all it, that's that's the reason why it really boils down to pennies, and pennies is why why walmart goes to 965 instead of 969 or something it's just and there's a lot of money to be saved and you know there's people up there that in in detroit that are actually that's their whole job is to see how we can pull out whatever whether it's a penny or whether it's a dollar and a half you know that's so that's why it really is and and weight and mileage and the whole nine yards and somebody comes along and the plastic guy says hey I can do this for X amount of dollars versus putting a aluminum piece in there that'll last forever. Um, yeah. And so. in the case of your particular T here or Y fitting, which I believe it is on that, um, yeah. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. No, I've done many of them. Yeah, they sell at the parts store an aluminum one. Hundreds. You just cut your hoses and put a clamp on it. Yeah, we've done hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of them. I tried talking my sister-in-law into buying that one. She's like, well, that's more expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> it's going to last. I'm like, I said, well, I'm doing this one time. I'm not doing this twice. I said, I'm sorry. I said, because I looked at it, I'm like, this is not going to be a fun job. Right. I'm like, get falling in there and, you know, trying to trying to contort my arm behind the engine to get, I got it done. It, it was, I mean, it wasn't impossible, but well, you'd, I, worked, I worked on other vehicles that were a lot more fun to work on. Let's put it that way. And you probably did it cold, didn't you? Yeah. Well, what fun is that? We normally see them. Oh, I just came in from Grand Island. I got this steam. Yeah, yeah. Why do we have to let the steam? I said, you park that van. You let it sit for a couple hours. Why? Oh. I'm not burning my hands. You're crazy. Well, that's easy work. If you do it when it's cold, you oh. got to do it when it's boiling hot and then spewing stuff all over the place. That's, I mean, that's usually how we get it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you're saying about the drain plugs. Cause I looked at my I have a 2018 Ram, and I looked at getting an aftermarket transmission pan because I'm going to be changing my transmission oil in it soon. And because everybody I talked to said, well, don't reuse the pan on it because they're by the plastic. Time you take the old pan off. Yeah, yeah, so you 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 break it pulling it off, and they're plastic and everything else. And you know, yeah, range end up and you'll, you'll never get them straightened out, and they said they'll never seal up right. Yeah, and certain Range Rovers, uh, newer Range Rovers, they got rid of the drain plug. Now you suck all the oil out. You got to have this special machine oh, that you, you put a tube. And the tube goes all the way to the bottom of the pan. There's no drain plug, uh, no gasket, no nothing down there at the bottom. You just suck all uh, 14 quarts out, and then you reinstall another 14 quarts. But you got to have a computer to be able to tell you just how how much is in there because if you overfill it the, the the overfill light comes on or the underfill light comes on or blah 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 blah. well mine's a 2018 ram uh, tw- a 2500 uh, uh uh diesel pickup yeah mm-hmm. i mean you should have a dipstick i mean you all the stuff yeah, I don't t- have a dipstick for it but uh, i just i noticed there's no drain plug on the on mm-hmm. the transmission mm-hmm. I, mean, I looked at the pan it looked kind of like sheet metal it's pretty thin stuff i mean it whole oh. works fine 
I've had no problems with it, but it's you coming due for transmission. Yeah, you start oh. adding all that little stuff up, it comes to billions of dollars. It really does. Over over a, oh. a ten, right. ten year okay, period well, of time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the call. I appreciate your show. You guys are very helpful. Yep, you bet. I appreciate you listening. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, and then when they do plastic in, and I see the plastic intake just has air running through it, so it gets hot. But I, I, the, the the coolant that runs through those plastic pieces, they, they don't beef them up any more than the no. aluminum ones. And all the aftermarket ones, a lot of times that we put on, are aluminum. We just put mm-hmm. one on the other day that was aluminum. So the repair that we did is going to be a repair that's it's up and done, and we're not ever going to do it again. Yeah. We put the plastic one back on. Yeah, there's a place for it. I'm not against plastic, but... There's a place for it, and there's a place not for it. So, We'll get it figured out one of these days. Uh, we're going to figure it out by next week, Kyle. That's what we're going to do. Well, it's a busy week coming And up. if not, uh, sometime after that. We'll figure it out one way or the other. All right, 558-1110 is the numbers to get in next week. Get in early. Get, call us with your stories of uh, what happened in the snow drift and where you were stuck. And uh, if we get that kind of snow, who knows? Yeah. You're going to have your sliding around and... Narrowly miss something kind of story, I'm sure. To be determined. To be determined. I'm Bob. Kyle. We'll see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.